Welcome to Hillside Baptist Chapel's weekly Bible study. Please join Dr. Steve Wood every week where we can all collectively grasp a better understanding of God through His Word. This podcast will be published every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, Pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at steverwood zero zero two at gmail dot com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to HBC Prayer List twenty twenty at gmail dot com. Good evening everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday evening podcast. We're glad that you're able to join us tonight. We're going to be reading from Jeremiah chapter twenty, verses seven through eighteen in just a moment. Actually seven through thirteen. And uh, uh, Facing Discouragement is the name of the podcast tonight. As we see Jeremiah in very much distress, his situation wasn't good. It wasn't an easy life. And the things that Jeremiah had to do, that God had commissioned him to uh, to do, the things that he did while he was on earth, brought him trouble, torment, heartache. And part of it was the message that he had to bring because that too was discouraging. That too was sad. He didn't want to see Jerusalem destroyed. He didn't want to see the nation carried away in captivity. And this was what God was saying. This was what God was doing through the prophet, telling the people what was coming. And that the nation was going to be taken over by the Babylonians. They were not going to survive. And this was the message Jeremiah had to give. Now, let's read verses 7 through 13 in Jeremiah chapter 20. He says, You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. I'm a laughingstock all the time. Everyone ridicules me. For whenever I speak, I cry out, I proclaim violence and destruction. Because the word of the Lord has become for me constant disgrace and derision. If I say I won't mention him or speak any longer in his name, his message becomes a fire burning in my heart. Shut up in my bones. I become tired of holding it in, and I cannot prevail. For I have heard the gossip of many people. Terror is on every side. Report him. Let's report him. Everyone I trusted watches for my fall. Perhaps he will be deceived so that we might prevail against him and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me like a violent warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. Since they have not succeeded, they will be utterly shamed, an everlasting humiliation that will never be forgotten. Lord of hosts, testing the righteous and seeing the heart and mind Let me see your vengeance on them. 
For I have presented my case to you. Sing to the Lord. Praise to the Lord. For he rescues the life of the needy from the hand of evil people. Father, thank you for the reading of your word tonight. We know it's not easy thinking about these things. But Father, we know that you're in charge. And we're going to see good come out of evil. We're going to see things that are marvelous after the destruction. And Father, I pray your blessings on the reading tonight. Help us as we look at the life of Jeremiah the prophet. And that we might be comforted in knowing that you're going to help us in the same way that you helped him. I ask your blessings on this message tonight and the hearers that are listening around the world and here at Hillside Baptist Church in Bochetti. Thank you again for your blessings. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. The famous artist Donatello completed a life-size marble statue of the prophet Jeremiah in 1427. If you visited the museum in Florence, Italy, you'd note that Jeremiah looked fatigued, even exhausted. His face suggested profound sadness and frustration, as well as a hint of inner turmoil. This is what we see in the reading tonight too, isn't it? After reading the passage today, we can understand why God's prophet would be profoundly discouraged on the one hand, he was regularly receiving messages from the Lord, his preaching assignments. These words, he had determined he was just going to shut his mouth and not proclaim them to the people. But notice what he says. These words were burning in him like a fire. But he felt like a hammer trying to break up rocks, verse 9 tells us, and Jeremiah chapter 5 also speaks about these things. No one was listening. Even worse, despite great effort, his ministry was bearing no apparent fruit. Either in this chapter or earlier chapters, we see people coming against him. In the uh, chapter just prior to this one, in chapter 19, we find an individual by the name of Pushahur. And he had beaten Jeremiah, put him in stocks, for no other reason than the prophecies that he was giving against Israel. In verse 8 that we read a moment ago, let me read that from the NIV. It says, The word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. So we're not surprised that Jeremiah was complaining to God. He had said in verse 7, You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You seized me and prevailed. 
You see, the word of the Lord had become for Jeremiah a constant disgrace and derision. In a sense, God was to blame for his prophet's suffering because it was the message that Jeremiah was giving directly from the Lord. It was God's message. But he felt compelled or even coerced to continue proclaiming the word of the Lord. His calling was overpowering, even though he knew that it would cost him. He continued to give God's word. He continued to pronounce the judgments that were coming against Israel. Jesus said in Mark chapter 8, verses 34 and 35, If anyone wants to be my follower, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life because of me and the gospel will save it. So despite his discouragement, Jeremiah expressed confidence in the Lord, that the Lord would save him. Notice the last part of the verses that we read. Beginning in verse 11, he said, But the Lord is with me, like a violent warrior or a mighty warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. Since they have not succeeded, they will be utterly shamed. An everlasting humiliation that will never be forgotten. Lord of hosts, testing the righteous and seeing the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them. For I have presented my case to you. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord. For he rescues the life of the needy from the hand of evil people. Now I'd like for you to remember the last part of that, uh, those verses that we read. And I'll get back to that in just a moment. But we see the Lord as a great warrior. The prophet discouraged, but even though he's weary in battle, his faith had not weakened. He had called on his hearers, the ones that he was preaching to, to sing to the Lord, verse 13 says. Jeremiah ended his reflections here with a complaint again in verses 14 through 18 when he goes back to the Lord and he says, Cursed be the day I was born. He was expressing his anguish at knowing he, he would see Jeremiah he would see him in the end of his prophecies, in the end of what he had to uh, say here. Jeremiah would be still living, and Jerusalem would be destroyed. The people all taken into Babylonian captivity, and the temple would be demolished. He didn't want to see that come to pass. We know that. And so he says, Cursed was the day 
I was born. There were no easy answers for Jeremiah's situation. But he did the right thing by taking his case to the Lord in prayer. You may be facing some difficult times in your life. And that's just what we need to do. We need to take it to the Lord. There may be no easy answers for the situation that you're facing today. But remember that no problem is too big for God. He is bigger than any problem that we can bring before Him. Any of the situations that we face, any of the things that, that we're going through, God is able to help us with that. In fact, He's able to make us triumphant through every situation that we face. It's true that man is born for trouble. Job 5.7 tells us that. But I'd like for you to notice what it tells us in the book of Revelation chapter 15. The last book in the Bible. And chapter 15 verses 2 through 4. We see a picture of victory. Those who have suffered in the Lord's name worshiping Him in heaven. We're reminded that it's all worth it. Notice what it says. I also saw something like a sea of glass mixed with fire. And those who had won the victory over the beast, his image, and the number of his name, were standing on the sea of glass with harps from God. They sang the song of God's servant Moses and the song of the Lamb. Great and awe-inspiring are you, your works, Lord God. The Almighty, righteous and true are your ways. King of the nations, Lord, who will not fear and glorify your name? Because you alone are holy. For all the nations will come and worship before you because your righteous acts have been revealed. You see, as, as we look at the end of the whole situation, we get the end of the story. We see here man's trouble will come to an end. And I believe that it's going to come soon. And we'll win the victory in His presence. And notice, I mentioned a little bit ago, remember that Jer uh, Jer Jeremiah is asking the people to sing. Well, what do we see in heaven at the end of everything, when everything is over, they're singing. <laughs> you know, our songs as we come together on Sunday morning are a tribute to God. And we're worshiping Him. But you know what? Our songs are going to be so much better when we come to the end of everything and we're able to sing to our Lord God in heaven, praising His name in His presence. Now, remember, as we come together in the church, we're coming in His presence as well. But then we're going to be face to face with Him, aren't we? Thank you, Father, for the promise of tomorrow. Thank you for the promise of the victory. For you're a mighty warrior, a vicious warrior, who is able to win the battle in our lives as we face the situations that we face today. 
thank you for Jeremiah's testimony, but thank you for our time that we're able to have in this world as well, that we might win the victory, that we might see the battle concluded, and your name glorified. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, Pastor, phone or message at 6438-6541, email at steverwood002 at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbcprayerlist2020 at gmail.com. Thank you, and God bless.